The conference realignment merry-go-round hits overdrive as UCLA and USC head to the Big Ten. Will this new round of realignment force Boston College out of a major conference? We'll talk all about that and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. So it's it's been the con- the week of conference talk here, here on our podcast. Earlier this week, we talked about the new ACC schedule that's going to be scheduled out until 2026. But on Thursday, it looks like all of that talk is going to be kaput as UCLA and USC dropped a bombshell as they announced that they're going to be leaving the Pac-12 and heading to the Big Ten. Now, if you haven't been paying attention, the, the end game of all of this, what happened last year with Texas and Oklahoma, what's happening here with with UCLA and USC, is it seems like the the days of NCAA football are are going to go kaput soon. You're gonna you're gonna lose all the, like the Power Five. It's not gonna happen like that anymore. What you're getting now is going to be a um a move towards probably two power conferences, and it's gonna be the Big Ten and this SEC, right? And what you're gonna get, it, what's gonna end up happening here, is these conferences are not gonna be twelve teams, fourteen teams. It's going to be thirty teams. And they're going to run it, I think, like you see in the NFL. You're going to have, like, it's basically going to be like the AFC and NFC. So UCLA has nothing in common with the Big Ten, other than maybe some academic pieces here. They are, I mean, one's in Los Angeles. Rutgers is on the other side of the country. That does not make any sense to me, but that's not where this is going. You got to look at the end game of where this is all heading, right? Where you're going to get. The Big Ten will have a Western conference or a Western division and an Eastern division, and they're going to consolidate all of that into one, you know, with playoffs and all the you know conference championships and all that good stuff. So things are going to change dramatically in college football, and you know, for some it may it, it's going to stink, uh, but in the grand scheme of things, I think you know it's gonna it's gonna be something to watch. It's gonna be interesting at least for the next couple of years because. You can see where the dominoes are going to start falling, right? So right now, you have UCLA and USC. What two teams other than them are probably going, huh, what do we do here? You have to imagine it's Clemson and Florida State. Both of them are going, okay, they're going to get hundreds of millions of dollars going to the Big Ten. What do we do? How do we... How do we go about this? How do we change this so that we get more money? Because we want more money because that's what this is all about, right? Well, they could look at the SEC. I think that was the conversation we had last summer was, will Florida, will Clemson jump jump to the F- SEC? And it was little mumblings here and there. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens real soon. But there's also, you know, if, if, you know, there could be a last gasp here by the ACC. And this is what could happen before everything falls apart to two conferences. And that is the Pac-12 is, is screwed. Who are they going to replace them with, right? You know, the Boise State, Colorado State, like who, who like those, those aren't in the same hemisphere as UCLA and USC. So what's going to happen is the Pac-12 is probably going to dis- dissolve, right? Some of those teams are going to go to the Pac, uh, to the Big Ten. 
Some more could go to the SEC if they want them. Or what makes sense to me is some of these teams could go to the ACC. As I said on Twitter, it would not surprise me at all, and I was being dead serious about this. There's schools in the Pac-12 that fit the academic profile of the ACC that would be very attractive and could hold the conference afloat for a while. Teams like Stanford, teams like Cal and Washington, you know, those types of schools. And then if you wanted to add an elite program that might keep Florida State and Clemson from running away, you add in Oregon, right? I know it's across the country, but you got to imagine that Clemson would be very happy having Oregon in the ACC because that would be a great power matchup for them. But the bigger thing that that would do is if the ACC wants to have any chance at all of staying afloat in all of this is it would force two things to happen. One, it would get ESPN back to the table because there's no way that the ACC should have, like they could legally probably go and and get, get that contract revoked if they had Oregon, Cal, Stanford, and all these other big programs added to that their conference that would that would give them the 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 power to go out there and get that contract the one that put the ACC in such bad shape finally ripped up and force ESPN to renegotiate that that would be the first step that would be big they would get more money out of that that could keep the conference afloat the second thing that it would 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 also drive is it would again get Notre Dame thinking now Notre Dame can sit there and be um independent all they want but if this all ends up with schools going to one of the two conferences or three conferences, if, if the ACC can figure out how to keep this afloat, then you got to imagine that Notre Dame would be a team that you would want to get. And getting Stanford on their schedule every year would be one of their major, um, one of their major rivals, one of their uh, scheduled teams that they get every year. So that could help the ACC as well. You'd get that in there. Now, truth be told, you <laughs> the Big Ten also would have. UCL, uh, USC, Michigan, uh, you know some of the big rivalry games that um, that Notre Dame gets. But you would you would imagine that the ACC would try to get them in as a full time member there. Now, do I think this would keep the ACC afloat? Sure, but I don't think this is the end game. I think the ACC might be just treading water here at this point. I I think in the end you're going to get down to two conferences. And in our second segment, I'm going to tell you where Boston College fits in all this. And if you, as a Boston College fan, should worry that they're going to end up to becoming the next UMass or UConn. And I'll tell you why that's not what's going to happen. Now, BetOnline is the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports development, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live bets, esports, and more. And BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's so easy to use. I use it all the time for baseball bets. But also, if you're into like wrestling, there's also wrestling bets on there. I can't wait to see if they get some Hell in the Cell matches on there. I bet they will. I saw a few, but I'm waiting for that men's title match. I got I got an idea on that, and I'm going to go over to BetOnline and make my wager there. So BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Head on over to BetOnline, where the game starts. This is Locked On Boston College host AJ Black here. Again, seismic shift in the NCAA on Thursday as UCLA and USC are leaving the Pac-12 and heading over to the Big Ten. I, I posted a picture. I, I thought it was funny, and um, it was uh, Fredo as uh, George Klyakov Kly- uh, as um, 
Al Al Pacino in Godfather Two, and it just you think about the the alliance from last year, right? And how it was the Big Ten, the Pac twelve, and ACC, and you had all this excitement as the way of keeping up with the SEC. And now um, the Big Ten is basically afraid of. They've gone and stabbed the Pac twelve in the back by uh, poaching some of their most valuable players, uh, valuable programs. So that happened. Now, as I said. My my envision here, where this is the end game of all of this news, is down the line, college football at its core is going to change, and change is scary, but I think it'll be down to two conferences, and I wouldn't be surprised by that point if these two conferences change their names. I know the SEC has selling power, but I, I imagine if they're getting guys from all over the place. Um, that they may change their name. But you know what? Based on their uh, geographic, uh, where they're pulling teams from, they may stay the SEC. But the Big Ten definitely would have to change because it's not even close to 10 teams right at this point. And by the end of it, there could be as many as 30 teams. So that's my my, my, my thought here, right? I think the SEC and the Big Ten are going to become mega conferences. They're going to come, the 65 Power 5 programs and I think you're going to get like 32 in one te- league and 33 in the other. I don't think they're going to they're going to poach out a few teams that just don't fit, right? Because you got Vanderbilt in the SEC right now; they don't really fit uh, for football. But you know, you could see them doing that for for um, some other schools too. So, where does this all go, right? Where does Boston College fit on this? Because I I I can already hear you guys going at home, going, "Oh God." This means that BC is going to have to go back to being an independent. We're going to become the next UConn or UMass and goodbye relevancy in college football. Get off, get off the Tobin Bridge for now. Relax because Boston College does fit into the end game of this entire realignment in college football where this, en- where this ends up with two mega conferences. So think of how this is going to go. The Pac-12 right now is the first conference to start... Oh, second conference. Big 12 was the other one. To start getting poached, okay? I think you're going to start seeing more of that. And believe me, I said in the first segment, I would not be surprised if Florida State and Clemson are the first, the next two to go. And they'll go to the SEC because they're trying to build a, a powerhouse program down there. Now, the Big 10 is going to have to be able to, uh, to, to respond when this happens. And they're going to continue to, 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 to add... Um, they're going to add their own, you know, programs that they think fit best. And so just looking at this geographically, right? The big 10 could have a, (laughs) you're going to hate this. They're going to have divisions, right? What if one of their divisions was basically the old big East, right? I still think Miami ends up in the sec, but look at all the programs that they have or could add that could just basically be on, on one division all the old school biggie schools. You could have a division of Boston College, Rutgers, um, Syracuse, Pitt, West Virginia. I think I said Pitt, Penn State, and then you know a few. And you throw a smattering of other schools in there. If they're gonna do like four divisions, right, and have like five teams in each or six teams in each division, that makes a lot of sense. And I think 
when you look at what the Big Ten is doing, is they're trying to basically make a conference that takes up the entire northern hemisphere, not hemisphere, northern section of the United States, right? They have, you know, California, I, I think of more on the northern end, and I know you could tell me that, Cal, you know, USC is lower, south, more southern California. It doesn't really matter. I think of that whole state as more of a northern state if you're going to, you know, draw a line through it. You add in, you add, you, you're going to basically have a footprint you could say from Rutgers to, to L.A., but you could also say from L.A. to Boston, and you could have New York in there. You, you want all those major markets, and yes, I know, I, again, I hear you guys. Boston doesn't have a great college football, per, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, to a point, but it's a major media market, okay? And when you get programs, you know, there's, there's always going to be interest when a team like Clemson, when they're in the ACC playing against BC. But if your conference is got, if you've got teams like Penn State versus Boston College, Michigan versus Boston College, Ohio State versus Boston College, USC versus Boston College, you're going to get tons of alumni from those schools in the Boston area. And Remember, when USC came to Boston College in 2014, that was enormous. When Penn State played Boston College in the Pinstripe Bowl, that was enormous. So these schools, and believe me, if Ohio State and Michigan, or I know Ohio State's coming, apparently, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but those schools, when they play BC, you better believe that Alumni Stadium would sell out, people on, on, the, on TV will be watching. So you're going to build some good rivalries within this mega conference. And then you get your your historical rivals like Syracuse and Penn State and um and and Pitt and things like that. Schools that are part of the Big East. So, no. In my grand scheme of things, yeah, I know Boston College is probably lower on the totem pole and probably be one of the lower picks, but I still think that BC is going to be an attractive option for the Big 10. And honestly, you you may say like oh they're gonna be we're gonna have to wait and hold our breath and you may you may be right you may be right on that it might take a while for BC to get picked up by a program but I would say to that I wouldn't be surprised if BC was one of the first teams picked in in like in terms of ACC teams being poached okay because they're a big media market okay right like yeah West Virginia would be nice things like that but I think. When you're looking football-wise, you want that Boston market. So I think BC will easily find a, a home. And I think it'll be with the Big Ten. I, I, I made a joke about it on, on Twitter. But what, what, if they, like, what if the other thing that you can think of is the Big Ten just poaches all of the Pac-12. Like they just form an alliance and that's like a mega, their mega conference. Can you imagine Boston College and the SEC? Say, say the SEC does the same thing with what's left of the big 12 and ACC. That would be really weird, right? I think that would be really weird. Um, BC would have to really start uh, cranking up their recruiting. If they're going to play teams like Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Texas A&M, because uh, that, those games, I I know some of you are like, Oh, I want to play those teams. They're recruiting at a whole other level right now, folks. So I kind of hope they don't play in the SEC. um, Though that would be kind of, ironic and weird um maybe i'll be the co-host of locked on sec in five years but anyways in our final segments this isn't just a football move what does this mean in terms of the other sports because i think you're going to see this change how college sports are viewed all together we'll talk about basketball and some of the other sports in just a moment 
This is Locked On Boston. Call JJ Black. Happy Friday and a happy Fourth of July to you for, for all of you. I hope so many. If you guys are listening to this like at a barbecue or something, I would love to hear about that. That'd be really cool. I know that most people listen to podcasts and cars, but maybe you have some BC friends and you're sitting on the beach having beers, listening to Locked On BC. Let me know about it. Hit me up on Twitter at Locked On BC. So this move, this move to the Big Ten. And how it's reimagining how football is going to be scheduled going ahead. As I said, two major conferences, I think, is where this is heading. It could change how basketball looks, too. Now, football is the moneymaker. And I don't need to tell you guys that. The money that comes in for football, you know, basically uh, funds everything else. Basketball is is second, but it's nowhere near what football brings in in terms of the revenue and the amount of money that they bring that they can spread to, you know, all the non the non um income producing programs. It, it, BC is a big one, right? The football program uh basically funds everything. But I could see basketball being a different entity. And what what do I mean by that, right? I think again, you're asking me to look grand scheme of things, how things are going to change. That in football, you could have the Northern Conference and the Southeast Conference, right? And that would be your you know, 30 mega teams. But look at how basketball is right now. Now, they could change how you know the teams could be in those football uh, conferences. They could have separate contracts for that. And then con- they could be in different contracts for basketball and the uh, non-revenue sports, right? Wouldn't it be great if for Boston College for football, that they were in the Northern Conference, right? With, you know, as I said, the former Big Ten and all those other schools. But for basketball, it was a regional thing where you're in a conference for regional sports with, uh, you know, teams like Providence, UMass, UConn, Temple, um, you know, Syracuse, more of the, like, regional things. And, And why would this make sense? Because, A you would be able to get some really good matchups, right? I mean, UConn and BC would be a a fantastic matchup. I think that would be a lot of fun for basketball because UConn and BC do not like each other. Uh, You'd get Providence and BC. I mean, you can figure out how you want to do it, uh, but you could reignite regional rivalries that have kind of died with the current iteration of college basketball. That would drum up interest. And you do that throughout the country too, right? You can do Southern schools and they don't have to be the SEC schools. You can have a conference as some SEC like powerhouse programs with, you know, other programs that are regional that are, are bigger. You could have Gonzaga, maybe join them for some stuff. You, I mean, you can, you, you can really uh, be uh, thoughtful and change how these work. And the bigger picture picture here is with the non-revenue sports, if you do it regionally, and for basketball, you cut down on costs, which is again college sports. This is all of this is all this talk right now is laying down the foundation that this is a business here first, folks, and businesses run on profit and trying to cut costs. I mean, you don't need to. I don't need to tell you that. That's what businesses are all about, right? If these people know that they can work all of these, um, you know, these sports teams and cut down on the amount of travel costs and hotel costs and all that stuff for teams like BC um, women's soccer going to play Miami instead maybe BC women's soccer is now playing Harvard or playing UConn down the street. That's going to cut down all of that and make more money for them. And you know, in the end, everyone who thinks that this is about education, yeah, some of it is about education, but athletics itself is run like a business. So, 
I think, again, this is my predictions here. We're going towards this two mega conferences for football, but I think they're going to end up then forwarding that to getting a um, different deal for the for schools for regional conferences for basketball through soccer and volleyball and swim and all those other things that um, don't make as much money. And I, you know what? I think that would as uh, the football thing is is harder to swallow, right? You, you you see the 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 things that you knew you grew up and you love go away and you're like oh gosh this seems kind of weird I don't like that but I think most of us could look at um, all these other sports going towards more of a regional setup and think that that actually might be a good thing that might be something that will benefit basketball because you know as much as I love watching BC and the ACC and I'm sure there'll be some ACC teams that they'll end up playing a lot I do miss the BC Providence games, the UMass fans, if you're listening to this, I do miss BC and UMass and, and playing all those teams that are more regional, right? Georgetown, like some of the old big East teams, you could, you could get into this conference for basketball and that would be so much um, more interesting for a lot of folks. So I think if that's the plan, it will make them more money. It will make more interest. And I think that is a positive for the sport. So that wouldn't be a negative, but, Again, they could just go with, okay, we're going to do this for every sport, um, but that would make things weird. Think about how that would work for basketball, right? Where basketball, I guess you could just stick with having like the the A10 and the WAC and some of those other smaller conferences, but I, I, I think that you could also incorporate that and make that interesting, right? And you have like Gonzaga playing USC or UCLA more often, things like that. Um, I think that could be something that they could look at. But that is so far down the road at this point. This we're, I mean, I, I have jumped like five steps ahead, and I apologize. This is how my brain works sometimes, right? We have just seen UCLA and USC leave. I mean, I mean, I mean I've already uh, carved the tombstone for the ACC, and that's not even written in stone yet. But what do you think? Do you think this is the end of the ACC? Do you think this is going to be bad for Boston College? Hit me up on Twitter, at LockedOnBC. I'm going to drop this early uh, because I want you guys to talk about it because I know this is, the, again, this is like I have the, the time to record it early and I want you guys to all get my thoughts before it gets kind of stale. So this is AJ Black. I will be back again next week. I think Monday is the 4th of July, so I won't be recording. I'm going to be up in Salem, Massachusetts eating um, my favorite um Chop Suey Sandwiches. It's the last year as my favorite restaurant who caters the barbecue that I go to. Well, they don't um, cater everything, but they have hot dogs and hamburgers. And then Chop Suey Sandwiches are the other. So I, believe me, I am going to take a picture of those because I know you guys all think it's disgusting. I swear it's not. I will show you that up on t- on Twitter. Follow me at Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC and I'll, I'll make sure <laughs> you get to see what I was eating. Okay. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you all again soon. Take care.